Okay. So in this moment, he threw this thing to you. He kicked. Uh, Rufus kicked him to the wall. Neeson is uh, against the wall with the whip around him still. Bless with the you. whip around him still. And uh, yeah, you have a moment. You can just pause basically action to talk about it. What do you want to talk about, Paula? Carlotta. Carlotta, what do you want to talk about? No, I, not in game. No, not in game. Um, I don't know if we should spin it right away. What's the I feel downside? bad. Like, we don't really leave places without finishing the mission. So the mission is to kill... Well, the the ultimate mission is to kill Neeson. Yeah, but what do you think the mission here in uh, Rome is? Counterpoint. Free um, them. Counterpoint. If we die, we fail the ultimate mission of life. And I'm sort close, of. And I'm close to death. I know. Unless you dedicated your life to Jesus, and then you might have succeeded. Do something here. This is unprecedented fuckery. I do not want to look up the nose. That is the worst Trying angle get, like, of people more... putting their webcams on. Get a boom arm. Don't you still have your boom arm? I never had one. Yeah, you do. You have that stupid one that like squeaked and squawked every time you. That was at our house. We threw it in the garbage. Oh. I feel like this but is No, very... I gave that to no, you. No, we I gave was it like, back to yeah, Andrew. I was like, hey, I'm not going to use this here. No, I don't. I don't think I ever had one. Yeah, I promise you I gave it to you. And so I didn't throw it away. I just gave it to you. Well, I don't have it. I, I probably threw it away. Then. It's probably like, I don't need this shit. It's probably in your mom's basement. Yeah, probably. It's true. You did honest. probably leave it there when you guys were living there. But yeah. anyway. Jane. Well, the other thing is you need to go and get your Thelma and or Louise. I don't know who you threw. Yeah, you were supposed to kick it back to me. You really dropped the ball on that one. I'm in the middle of battle, you dumb idiot. Yeah, when I said you were done, you can kick it back. I'm not done. We still have one guy that we're battling. No, but done with your turn. Use your bonus action move to kick the thing back to me. Yes. Use my bonus action to return your weapon rather than hit the guy for another so, 10 uh, points. Right, should we spin it? I think we should spin it and get the hell yeah, out of like, here. Yeah, I think we should spin it. So hear I me mean, out. Not only, are we, not only are we like close to death, which is bad, in case you didn't know, but also... Didn't we establish that like there are multiple timelines and no, like they aren't like, yep. all. yeah. So like this timeline, sure we fuck Rufus, he dies, whatever. But there's an infinite number of timelines where we don't fuck him. So he should be grateful. Wait, why are we fucking Rufus? It's not Rufus that I'm worried about. It well, was like Baldus Rufus, and them. Well, I mean, who cares about them? I mean, well, that's Rufus, the thing is your character doesn't care, but we do. That's well, the whole reason why like we were traveling through time was helping people. Bulbus is at the door, like ready to go. Also, Bulbus Yeah, Bulbus right. will well, find a way keys, to survive. But we don't Rufus know if the keys are gonna open. Literally it. just like put his life on the line on a gamble that we're gonna be able to win this. When he could have just easily sided with Neeson, he had no dog in the fight other than he just wanted to, to gamble it on us. Now he's definitely dead. 
versus Bulbas is most unless likely we take him with us. Yeah, I'll just take everybody. I mean, we hadn't taken anybody else besides Julie. I mean, maybe we just start taking people out of their timelines and putting them in a new one. Ben, would maybe you we say just this, have uh, the band like, grow? Yeah. Would you say this minivan of a time spinner has enough to fit a small soccer team? You just have to hold on to each other. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you so we travel with a church Neeson. choir. This is like Sister you, Act Three. You have traveled with Neeson through time. You've never stopped in the White Place, but you, Michael, have traveled through time with Neeson, um, with a a whole bunch of folks at at once. I feel like Bulbas is our best bet. We definitely want to take him, but he's the furthest away from all of us. And if we try to explain what we're going to do, not only is Neeson going to try to stop us, but also Bulbas might not even understand what the fuck we're talking about. I don't think think we should take anybody with us. It's a good thought, but they're not like Julie. If we're talking about a connection, people is the big thing. Like, but I'm saying, so when we took Julie with us, she at least had a connection to one of us so we could help explain things. Whereas if you pull somebody out of time and you don't have any reference points. Well, I think, I think what you can, what Michael knows of, uh, recruitment in the Neeson gang is, yeah, there's an adjustment period where most people don't believe you that you can do it. And just like with you guys, and I think Julia, Julie did it too. Judy, Julie did it as well is uh the first time you time traveled you passed out and i think i think uh luth even threw up uh so it's sort of it's disorienting and you don't believe it even after it first happens but it's not like it's a a thing that harms you the first time what the people in the white people in this uh, in the white space which i think this was probably said to you like two years ago at this point was uh that moving through time can mess with your mind basically yeah is what they warned you on doing it repeatedly yeah so michael doesn't know that piece but i think as much as we would like to bring them i don't think it's wise i think we could just thank them and go well what what about so we need to get your stupid axe i do want to say i guess it doesn't matter right because there's going to be axes this is like or um, World 3.82 version of the axe, right? I just want to um, say that uh, I was getting shame for not caring, and now we're like, all right, let's not take him with us. Let's just thank him before we leave. We can't take them. Like I'm trying to tell you that I well, feel like if we remove them, especially for Mena, who we don't even speak her language, if we remove them from a timeline and they were already freaked out by the things they saw, like this would be a lot, and when you don't Bulbous have it, at least, you I, hated Bulbous, and now all of a sudden you think Bulbous. you know him best. I'm trying I, to be nice, and because you're like shaming me for not caring about these people's existence, shaming you. You're like, I'm I just, know you well, don't care if they live, but that's what we well, came here to do. So, what about this gang? What about what about this mindset? Right? So, um, ne- or not Negan? Um, fuck, Neeson. Thank you. Um, so Neeson has an army, right? And he has his recruits and we Somewhere. just have us three, right? So we can't take on those, those, that army, which is, uh, I mean, I probably can, but 
I'd be carrying you guys along as well. Okay, so Mayna got we... hit twice, and she's almost out for the count. You know who we yeah, would? Yeah, because she's a I would like to take, girl. I'm not saying we bring her. I would like to take Nero and Rufus. Right, exactly. We, so we can start recruiting our own army to take out um, <laughs> Neeson. And I think with Bulbis, we should take him to the dinosaur world and leave him there. You're forgetting then, what the mission is. You're also though. forgetting that Ben does not want to do that. <laughs> The mission. Yeah, but this yeah, is. The, I don't have any control over it. So this is the smart. This is I, the I, smart I'm not thing saying to you're going to intervene. I'm just saying that, like, for your sanity, I don't know if you want to drag this on for another three months. Well, uh-huh. ben, I mean, Ben wrote I, this up. This is the. This is the. I'm grave not going to railroad dug. you into. I'm not going to railroad you into a, some storyline or whatever. Like, I have a general idea of kind of what the end game looks like. But if you guys don't walk towards it, then it just ends in a different way. I don't. Oh, I don't end care. game. Okay, so let's find the seven stone. Yeah, right, so, so this is our thing. Yeah. So one what we need to do somewhere. And the one game need... they had the whole army. They recruited okay, the whole army. It doesn't matter. The ultimate mission is to find Eden. Like we need to find Eden to help us defeat Neeson. Without Eden, there is no magic. There is no tethering of the world. The white space can't see anything. Like we need to find Eden. What if so, Eden is just our friendship? <laughs> That would be well, nice, but Michael I don't think that has helped definitely out. Not true. <laughs> Michael can attest Eden is real and does exist, just so, like our friendship. And I go over and I give Michael fine. a hug. Okay, I think we leave everybody where they are. We can. Well, I'll just say I'll just thank say this. Right, slap. Uh, hold on, I'll just say this. I don't. I think if you guys decide to take people with you, there's no like. You're not going to break the space-time continuum by taking people out of their place. It's, it's no different from you guys traveling and taking Julia or taking anybody else. It's just like what you're saying. You're just taking them out of their own timeline. So then this timeline that you're in now just doesn't have a Bulbous or a Mena or no, a Rufus. I get that. So but like, It's really up to you guys. If you, if you want to bring people with you, then... I mean, they did. So would they be considered dead then? My question is, how loose of a, like, you had to be holding hands or something or touching when you spin it. Could, like, Rufus touch my glaive? Does that count? No, you have to be touching. But glaive, do you mean? Body parts. Oh, my God. When I said glaive, I meant Paula said my... body parts, not me. That's my nickname for my Johnson. I'm of... I vote we don't take people with us. There's no one Especially here that I like. Especially these ones. Yeah, there's no one in At this group Rufus. that I like. Honestly, but Rufus has a family and stuff here yeah, that he's caring for. We can bring him back to 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 before we leave. I don't know. He was pretty freaked out with some of the other magic stuff he, he saw. Actually, so. took me teleporting better than his guards did. So, <laughs> I mean, he kind of understands that like magic is real, even if he doesn't know that's what it is. I mean, outside of my great idea, what is the the other pros of bringing? Well, he's a real fighter. Along? We're not morally fucking ourselves, you know, because we're gonna feel bad because Rufus literally just killed himself in this timeline to save us. And he's like a real fighter, you know. Yeah, makes sense. It would be nice to have someone by my side to help. He's also a criminal, and he's also somebody that we barely knew was on our side until right now he was are we all kind of criminals criminal. at heart yeah, yeah he turned his we life all around. went to jail 
We're super yes. doing time. Some I'm pretty of sure us were criminals. Every land we've been to, we've been in jail in some capacity. That's not. I mean, I guess yeah, you were trapped in a cave. That's kind of a jail. What about Little when we dinos. were in Egypt? In Egypt, yeah, no, you weren't in jail. Egypt is the only one. We were about to be the pharaoh. You were going to be more like you were going to be sacrificed. No, like, uh, what's the word like used for glory their purposes or whatever? Yeah. So we forced been, into use being used. Yeah. So might as might as well be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. I still vote we don't bring anybody, even if it is Rufus. But all right, let's spin it. Let's go. Okay. Are you going to reach out and grab your stupid blade? How far away is it? Ten feet. Uh, am I going to get stabbed if I do, do Remember it? that Michael told you yes. he can take you to a timeline where there are infinite... <laughs> infinite you have... Velma right, that's what I was saying. It's the, it like doesn't matter. Just, grew someone to get to it. I so. feel like you just got this back, so why would you... It's a, it's just a weapon. So you guys have some gold pieces or whatever, but it's, I, you definitely would take an opportunity attack because there's someone that's directly between right, you. Right, exactly. And if I weapon. do it, I die. Loma and you Thule. only have armor twelve. So I, I'm gonna go buy some armor. Like this is so stupid. At least I should, I should buy at least medium armor. I looked All right, it up. So we're jumping into the game now. Yeah, I'm not going after my axe. All right. Sorry, Thelma. It's just and Louise. Neeson, Louise, Louise jumped out of the car at the last minute. She ditched it. <laughs> she ditched it. Can't do this. Um. All right. So, uh, like you, I don't love you. Neeson kind of steadies himself. Uh, looks back at uh, Rufus. And when are you going to spin this? Are you going to like say something to each other? Because obviously, none of you guys know. I'm gonna say thank you to them. Be like, thanks for trusting us. To who? To Rufus and Bulbas. Uh, okay. And then you're going to spin it? Yeah. Are you going to say anything to your compatriots to touch you or something? Well, obviously. I mean, they're standing right next to me. I mean, I'm holding it and I'm going to do this and be like, hello. And okay. then I do my near impression and go, we'll be back. Um, <laughs> so uh, you, you, um, you, catch this thing he gets hit on the ground he stands up and um he is he his all of his attention is on rufus uh who he's going to retaliate against and he he raises his hand up and starts to cast a spell when you like indicate you're going to spin it and he turns his gaze to you um but it's too late you've already spun it um as you guys are leaving the dust is swirling around you guys and Neeson, you can't hear him. It's, it's silent. Um, but you can see him like trying to cast things at you. Um, Rufus takes this opportunity of distraction to actually go and bust the door open with, uh, Mena and Balbus. And Neeson is actively like trying to grab onto you guys. Now, um, he gets out his own spinner and tries to spin it. Um, and nothing happens. Um, and he's getting frustrated and pissed. And the vision gets wider and wider and wider until it's gone. 
you guys uh, find yourselves in the white space. Um, Michael, make a constitution saving throw. I'm good at those. I wish we had like a spinning, a spinning chase, like uh, a card chase, but the spinner. 14. 14. You mean like when Harry Potter and them are like flying through the air and they're casting spells at each other as they're like the little black mass and the <laughs> flying. I'm going to take your word that that's a good. <laughs> it's good just comparison. a stupid fight scene that happens in the air as they're like morphing between bodies and flying yeah. shadows. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Whoa, whoa. Um, so you, uh, you, Michael, you pass out um, when the three of you arrive in the white space. Um, Dork. You are, actually, Michael, right before this happens, actually, roll a uh, perception. Sh- yeah, perception check. Uh, before I pass out, I also say, one kick your ass after I wake up. Uh, Eleven. To who? The big ball? You. <laughs> no, this is actually before, not before you pass out. It's before the spinner happens. Like right as the spinner's about to get flung. Um, you, uh, you feel something that, that you hadn't felt in a while um, since you left Neeson's presence, basically. Like, you noticed uh, right away that something was different when he came back from uh, the last time he traveled through time. Um, that's when you kind of realized he fucked something up with magic. Then I think since you have been gone from him, since you've just you kind of accepted it as, as something that's different in his presence. You don't feel, uh, the same magical energy that you felt, you know, most of your life, but you definitely feel it stronger than you ever had at the jail or during the race. You felt like, almost like the presence of Eden was close by um, when you were in the room with him. And then you pass out, and the three of you, two of you, um, are standing in the white space. Michael's at your feet. Uh, I think, actually, I'm going to make you roll a constitution saving throw, Luth, as well, because you only have one hit point. I told you he's going to do that to you. No, I hate you guys. You're the one that laughed if you wouldn't have laughed. Seven. <laughs> All right. So you, you stay awake, but you, you vomit instantly. Yeah. You, you Wait, get there. I roll a 13. <laughs> you roll a seven. You roll a I, make sure I, get, I make sure I get some of it on Michael. <laughs> his constitution save was just to, to keep his, his, one his stomach, point. basically, oh. um, not to stay awake. Um, so you, uh, you throw up, and I think you throw up, and it like splatters on the woman in the red dress in front of you. Come um, on. Uh, sh- sorry, this I don't this doesn't normally happen to me. Sh- her eyes get like just in my sim go, Yes, it does. You fucking lose it. <laughs> so her eyes get really wide uh when you guys arrive, and especially when she sees you, Luth. Um <laughs> <laughs> just your mouth. <laughs> yeah, your mouth hanging out. Um, she teleported mouth first. <laughs> She she says, oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. And she puts she closes her book that's in front of her that she's been reading. And she runs up to you. And this is the first time that's happened to you. She touches you on the shoulder and you are healed for full health. What? Um, instantly. And thanks. Uh, thanks, babe. She 
She looks down. She at, undoes the healing immediately. <laughs> she looks down at Michael. Clyde, was, sorry, was Clyde say like thanks, sugar, sugar buns? Yeah, true. Buns. Something like what that. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Like that. Sugar, sugar lips, sugar lips, wasn't it? I can't remember. Yeah. So he, so, <laughs> so she touches you. Lips. She heals you, and then she looks down at Michael, and she says, "Who is this one?" To you, Carlotta. Uh, an old Nissan follower we found him in the last world why have you brought him here he was stuck in jail and he wants to help us he too doesn't want neeson in charge why do you think that you can trust him you turn around the the little girl in the black is behind you it's bulbous well i mean he's helped us get here i don't know if I can say he's saved our lives, he's probably saved Luth's life the most. Most of us have. Debatable. Hey, real quick, uh, out of character, do I get my? Is this con- is this count as like a long rest too at all or not? No. Damn it! She just healed you. But he is powerful. I've seen his magic. Do I know magic? Do I know that word? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay. I think you've talked to people yeah. about it. I mean, it wasn't like Clyde where he was crazy or. It was kind of chaotic. Like he could control his magic. And you say he worked for Neeson? Yeah, but Neeson put him in that prison and left him there. Something I, think someone, I think every time someone says Neeson, I go, Neeson's a dick. I hate that guy. <laughs> he so says, dick. <laughs> when, when you were in his presence, we could see clearly. Similar to that fly. With Neeson? You're saying no, when we were with Neeson with or this, when we were with Michael? With this man at your feet. Oh. I told you he can he's got some sort of magic. He can do magic. And he knows of us. No, we haven't told him about you. Uh the little uh the girl in black walks up to uh Michael who is on the ground. And she leans down and um, places the the white staff with the ruby. She places the ruby on his forehead. Um, and she just kind of stands there silently. Everyone's just kind of watching what she's doing for like 10 seconds. Um, then she stands up and she walks back over to where she was at uh, before. And she says, He was led astray by Neeson and the power that he welled. Wielded? I don't know. I'm just a child. I I believe he is good, but he does know of us, and his heart is with Eden. I don't know how he knows of you. We didn't tell. We didn't tell him. Yeah, we didn't tell him. No, you did. You said we went to the white space, and Eden was there. Was only four people. Oh yeah, we did. Oh sorry. Um. I guess we did tell him, and he was intrigued by Eden. Well, wake him up then, Winona. Come on, wake him up. Let's talk to this guy. And um, Winona, Winnie, the the one with the staff, just snaps her fingers, and uh, you awaken Michael on the ground. Um, the, A little bit of vomit on your... Yeah, there's there's vomit like maybe pooling up next to you. Smells horrendous. Um, 
somehow Luth was able to sneak a quick bite of that rotting. I shoot straight up. I th- I I don't I don't think you do. I think you're you're shot. So the the vision before you is you are in the middle of the foursome of the gods as you know them. The space that you're in is is mostly white, um, but you can see like faint outlines of uh, things forming. As you wake up, you can see uh, those things more clearly. And actually, Luth and Carlotta, you're starting to see them as well. Those slivers of kind of iridescent connections between the gods and between you in the middle are branching out and creating sort of like a this forest um type scenery around you um but there's it's still colorless uh and so you wake up and you see these people and the big ball speaks first and he says what is your name i guess they're talking to me uh Hey, O, uh, I'm Michael. Michael, why were you following the one named Nisa? Uh, just kind of had a group together. That's pretty much all it was, really, is just had a group together. You know, as you would, traveling through time. And then he backstabbed me. And as far as I know, he uh, did something with Eden. So I kind of stopped following after that. Put me in jail. Wouldn't say we're like I was like a real follower for the, the latter part of that. So he did not divulge what happened between him and Eden. No, he. I asked him questions and uh, he put me in jail. So. Um. Okay. So the ball who has never moved since you guys have ever been in here uh, starts floating towards the three of you. Um, and he is more imposing than you, I think, originally. I mean, he he's massive, but as he gets closer to you, it, it is truly daunting how big this thing is. Um, and it, it's getting very warm the closer he gets. Um, but he uh, he says, apologies. But if you don't mind, I'd like to. I'd like to take a closer look inside of you, Michael. Uh, wish we got to know each other a little better first, but uh, sure. I mean, we're not to beat you to it. I'm assuming. The second you said sure, uh, he he turns into an extremely small ball of light and goes into your chest and disappears. Um, I'm uh, just like Luth and Carlotta roll up. Perception. I feel like Iron Man. Six. Ten. Um, I think with a ten you can see it. There's there's like a faint glow uh to Michael right now. Um Luth, I don't think you can tell. Um typical. You feel very warm, Michael. Um, like you're standing uh, next to a Luth. fire. <laughs> Lou thinks the glowing is coming from him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just in like awe myself, like yeah. I think you're looking at all your wounds and stuff that are all healed, and you're still just shocked. <sighs> um, then just as quickly as it went in, it comes out and it reinflates into the full size ball. And he says, "Interesting. 
Michael, have you ever interacted with Eden directly? Have I? What, what does he mean by directly? Has, like face she to ever, face? has she ever spoken to you? I don't think he said she did. No. I'm curious how... Uh, has she ever reached out to you in a dream? Nothing I can think of. Michael, there is a piece of Eden inside of you. As though she taught to believe this, knew that you had a connection to her while you were with Nisa. Well, I mean, I am a follower of Eden, so I'm not that surprised, but I am kind of surprised that it chose me. But I think we are all equally surprised. Um, the woman in the yellow dress uh, walks up to the other two of you, um, Carlotta and Michael, and touches you as well to mm -hmm. heal you um, oh. for full health. And she says, well, oddly enough, I don't feel... And then the big barrel-chested guy who uh, hasn't really spoken yet so far, he says, yeah, me neither. It seems like uh, we're connected or something. Like, we ain't moving. I don't know if it's uh, this guy here, Michael. Is it Michael or Michael? I mean, you know, say whatever you want. Call me Mike. Yeah, I call hey, you Bill Mike. Right. I'll call you Mike. I can do that voice, too. Nah, I won't do that to you. Well, uh... I like this guy. I, I'd say I'd say kick up a chair, but I don't know how long this connection is going to last, so, uh... I guess you guys gonna go for a walk? Yep. Sure. What? Well, yeah, I reckon, partner. <laughs> he that's, turns that's and my starts, Australian doing a Southern. <laughs> he turns and starts walking away, um, and you guys follow. Um, he is he's the only one leaving, the other ones stay behind. Um he starts showing you around and uh I think a, a good way to explain it it would be like if it was a a college campus in a forest so it's very um not quite densely wooded but it, it but does have a lot of trees um and then every once in a while you just see a huge building um and the architecture here is is bizarre because it it doesn't feel like it's one style like you see some that look like the parthenon and you see other ones that look like I don't know, like a Scandinavian summer home. Do, um, do we see any frat boys doing tap stands, which is like a keg stand, but for tree stap? No, there's, there, you see nothing. No, there's no, there's no animals here. There's no people. It's all the frisbee and hacky sack, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no people, just frisbees and hacky sacks everywhere. <laughs> and every guitars. And everything you're seeing here is is uncolored. It's it's like shades of white, basically. Um, those connections that are connecting you to the, to the gods are kind of like moving in and out of you and the things that you're passing. So you'll see like a connection that ties into a tree and goes up the top of the tree and then comes back down and follows you to the next tree. Um, sort of these tendrils that are kind of shaping these things that are around you, um, into the distance. You can't see very far until you just see white. So you can see maybe 
a hundred feet in front of you. And then it's just all white for as far as you could see. But as you walk, things are formed in front of you. These tendrils are creating this thing as you're walking around. Um, and he's, he's kind of like pointing things out, but I don't think anything is of, of note really. He, he's just kind of telling stories about, um, what they've done since they have lost connection with the world. Michael, you note that he says it's been hundreds of years since Eden has been gone for them. Uh, for you, it's really only been a week, two weeks, uh, I think. So he says, now we've been talking since, uh, you guys been coming here and that's why we've been helping you. Cause I think that, I think you're the, I think you're the world's last hope to uh, right the wrongs of, right the wrongs of, well, of you and your old master. Points to you, Michael. This is just like the Karate Kid. I'm not. I'm not. Can't say I'm familiar with that one. Uh, It's from. It's. It's a long. Never mind. Forget about it. So, you know, you some Nason did something. He got rid of, rid of Eden, and from what uh, O's saying, she's inside of you, and maybe she's inside of everybody. I don't know. Uh, you know, you got to find her, and I suppose the best place to look's the, the spot she likes to go to most on Earth, which is. Well, I don't know. She just used to go there, and she said she always visited her favorite place. I was kind of hoping you would know. All right, hear me out. Uh, you're you're a god, all right? So this sounds stupid. Just let me know. Um, could you use me as a vessel to recreate Eden because she's inside of me? I'll be the martyr, and that's what you guys need. I'm all right with that. Nah. Uh... I don't even think with Eden here we could create another one of us. We just are. We're here, we're there, we're everywhere. Roy Kent. You think Oh, you've seen you that are. one, but you haven't seen Karate Kid. <laughs> we we I don't think we can I don't think it's that simple. My my guess is she's either in hiding or he destroyed her, and maybe you got to find a timeline where she ain't destroyed, or maybe you got to find the timeline where she was destroyed and stop him before he does it. I don't know. Could Michael clarify the feeling he had when he was leaving uh, Neeson? What do you mean? Put it like put it into words that he would understand. That I felt like I, I said I felt like I was leaving Eden. So you're just going to describe kind of how you felt. Yeah, yeah, basically I, you felt, I, can... I think you, you felt m- almost like magic was back when you were around Neeson. That, that, you only rolled a 10, so that's as far as, that's as yeah. much as you know. Uh, kind of a long shot, but I think Eden is with Neeson, but not, not willingly. Well, we don't really know 
how to find Neeson. Y'all kind of stumbled in on that one, more or less yourself. Well, it's simple. We'll just go back to, oh, wait. We don't know how to do that. But, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll find us. Spinner takes us to where we need to go. I can't remember. Do they know how the spinner works? Can they teach us? No, but Michael has the book, and he can learn how to do it. Well, well you, you have, have the book. book. Yeah, he didn't. I take thought it from he took it from me. He just took your whole bag, and then you got your bag back. I was gonna take just the the book, All right. but well, I take out the book then, and I say, "Well, we have this, but I we can't read it." Luther and I could never read it. Can I read it? For sure, it's in uh, Azaman. Which you know. Yeah. And I go, yeah, that's not, <laughs> I'm just chitting. Yeah, I can read this. So. Well, uh, why don't you guys uh, stay a while. Uh, I'm going to go talk to the others and I'll uh, I'll get you something to eat. How about that? Loose ears just perk up. He's like, what? Food? So, Where? Someone say, someone say eat. He, he, he uh, kind of trots off down the, down the trail back um, to where he came from. It's weird because he, he starts walking, and you can still see him clear as day, just walking in a white abyss um, back to the other people. Uh, and then he just turns a corner, and he's like folds into the fabric of space. You don't see him anymore. Um, Build it, and they shall come. Uh, the three of you um, walk into this little... Um, it looks like a little... Uh, like a hacienda. Like it's like a a very squat one level home there's only two rooms in it you walk into it um like the restaurant and uh yeah the hacienda colorado uh you so you walk inside there are uh two little couches and then like a, a coffee table in the middle uh you could see like the faint outline of a uh of a big rug underneath the whole thing but you can't there's no color to it it's just like an, a literally an outline of a rug uh, and you sit down and you put the book on the coffee table. Um, you open it up. Let's read that book. Okay. I, uh, we have been waiting so long for somebody to figure this out. <laughs> so I, I'm just like looking at it and go, uh-huh. All right. Okay. Three and a half cups of sugar, two and a half of brown sugar, uh, flour, a lot of sugar. two eggs, milk. No, this is a cookbook. This is useless. Can't use this at all. Sorry, uh, guys. Roll an in, uh, intelligence, I guess. Is Actually, his, is it history? Isn't that usually what it is? Um, it's bad either way. I mean, <laughs> good stats. Might be an arcana. It's all plus zero to me. Uh, okay. 13. Okay. Um, you open this up. I don't think you're going to read it like cover to cover. You're kind of getting the cliff's notes of it. Um, you, um, are you translating it or are you just kind of like skimming it and then not saying anything? He like, better be translating it and be like, I want to know what this says. We've been carrying around this stupid book for, I think I'm, I think I'm skimming it for keywords and I'm looking for like, you know, like spinner. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Control. 
you start at the front. The the front is giving the the history of of Neeson. Um, it it's it's in different handwriting. You can tell um, that multiple people have written this thing. It's all handwritten um, on on parchment and stuff. Um, but it starts with the story of Neeson, um, which I think some of you are kind of passingly familiar with with your mural adventure. Um, so I don't know if you want to dive into that. And then it moves on to his time, uh, with the spinner and developing the spinner and you kind of gleam from your 13. He, the spinner was not the first attempt at creating something like this. He, he has always had the ability or learned the ability to control time. Um, but was frustrated by the limitations that he could do just through tapping into kind of the world's magic. Um, and started seeking out a way to kind of advance that. Um, and through his like prayers, more or less, and through attacking other people that knew a lot about time manipulation, uh, he developed the first spinner, which enabled him to move, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, two days, four days to where he was limited by only able to move about a month at a time. Um, and that's when he first made contact with Eden, like actual Eden reached out to him and talked to him about it. Um, and then he started gaining followers because he could do this stuff. The followers started then traveling with him and he started getting more power and more authority and Eden uh, was meeting with him kind of regularly, talking with him. There's no information given as to what conversations were made. Um, but the, the writing kind of indicates that he's starting to become more crazed by power. And I think you see dinosaurs for the first time mentioned. And I think because they mentioned something about visiting the dinosaur world, it piques your curiosity. And you read the story of Alan and him being left behind in the dino world because he tried to overthrow Neeson with a few of his friends and he was overpowered and left for dead. Uh, you read some more about them going to these different worlds. You, you, it's just a very brief mention of where they found you at. Um, and then it just, it's just sort of a repeat on everything until the moment when, um, he, something changes and he returns and there's a whole story about you specifically, you and Claudia and several others of your friends trying to overthrow him, you being caught and taking the fall for everybody being thrown into a jail. There is a story about a chariot race and you being killed by that guy with a cap. And, uh, then the story continues on. He becomes even more crazed and to the point where, um, even his most loyal generals start to turn on him. And they eventually overthrow him, take the spinner from him, and leave him somewhere in history, spin it, and leave. Then they take the, the device and bury it 
deep in the deserts outside of Turkey and have been guarding it since then um, as the Azamans um, in this town where Luth and Carlotta and Clyde met and monitoring anybody that's ever tried to find it through these stuff that like Gary was seeking out, the rumor of the Azamans. Now I just feel like an a-hole, man. It's like when you you find out in the mummy that those other guys have just been trying to protect and keep people from finding emotes. <laughs> so, Spoiler. Has Neeson just been going from timeline to timeline to watch me die in that chariot race? No, no. He, okay. <laughs> I just thought that. You, you, I mean, they're kind of shitty guards if they can't guard from like <laughs> three really hooligans. I mean, they tried to kill you several times and they tried to warn you. They didn't want to kill you. They tried to warn you, right, to stay away from it and by attacking us. Yeah. Same and letting you, and letting so you I live. Mean, That's how you warn people. Okay. It's a terrible way to warn somebody. Yeah. I mean, if a security guard at a bank tells you not to go towards the vault and you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, and then you don't listen and they tackle you, is it the security guard's fault? they vault? talk to us and say, hey, let me give you some backstory no, here. They'll need to. They just say, don't do it. And that should be enough. Yeah, but that's want to give backstory to them that to do feeds it. the well, that's curiosity. Not fun for the, yeah, that's not fun for the storyline, right? For them to just divulge everything for you, right? But um, Luth needs things spelled out, so. Let me explain everything to you at the beginning. Oh, okay, cool. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> End of You're adventure. like, yeah, this story Ancient. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. Let's build a new character. Um, okay. All right, see you, Gary. So you you read that whole story. You know, it's not that he was like going back in time. You just they just ended up coming to a timeline where you were going to die in this chariot race and changed history for that timeline. If he's so, talking to us so, about this, can I have a yeah. can I ask a question? Yeah, you're you're talking. You're, he's so Michael reading, explained all that. He's to reading us, right? it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Give you the clip. Okay. Like, I go. You're welcome. Okay. If you who's writing this? Close like, note. is this all the same handwriting? Well, who the hell is writing this? Bulbous. What if? No, the other, the other right here, the others of his uh, followers, the ones that overthrew him, the Osmonds. It says uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Don't know who that is. <laughs> this sounds forgettable. <laughs> okay. I'm from a world where karate could exist, but not not Lord of the Rings. Does this tell you how to use the spinner then? Uh, right now, he's just read the history. Oh, okay. Starting in the beginning. Um, so it looks like in there? we saved you because yeah, your you're time, <laughs> Luth. <laughs> Now's not the yeah, time. Yeah, and that's the end of the story. And I closed the book and I go, well, too bad I could figure it out more. It's just that's it. That's all there was, right, Luth? Checks out. As always, Luth, the big hero. Welp. About that food, right, guy? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did it mention Luth? Because if it didn't, just please let him know now. <laughs> I think it only mentioned no, him getting his ass beat by the Asmons. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So just shove it, Luth. <laughs> Did it mention Clyde? No. No. Okay. No Pre- mention of Luth or Carlotta yeah, either. It's just, it's just the history of the Asmons and how it came to be in the desert. And Alan and him. And yeah, and Alan and him are in there, but because they're what? part of the history of the Osmonds. Yeah. What happened to Alan again? Where did we leave him? In oh, England. He chose to not come. With yeah, he. Stayed. With your parents? Yeah, we left him. 
What's that? With your parents? Well, that's right. I thought we left. Um, no, Julie. Same place. Yeah, she Same wanted place. to stay. No, with Lord Silver. No, wasn't. No, that wasn't it. That was before. Lord Silver was the one with the mine. Right. I thought we left someone else there. No. Alan. No. He didn't leave. He didn't stay with them, but he stayed in that timeline. You guys went from. Silver was the one who attacked his dad, right? You went to ancient Egypt. Then you went to Turkey for Lord Silver's uh, backstory. Then you went to the Dino World to find Alan. Um, And then you went to. He's doing the same thing I'm doing. He's thinking Lord Silver is the guy who attacked his dad, who was uh, trying to frame him. Oh, that was just the bank teller guy. The. But I, no, thought, I, thought, yeah. I thought there was like, someone we like, left in. Whatever his name was. Yeah, I thought R-H. there was someone we left in um, <clears throat> the, the mines. Maybe not. Doesn't matter. That was Bulbous. Morocco. I mean, there were some people that were helping us, the other outsiders, the mine workers. Doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. So is there more? Is there more to this this book? Does the page pages just end? Is it blank? No, there's more. Keep keep reading. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> well, that's the end of the, the history part, right? That's the end of the history part. Yeah. So as your history check, and you, I guess you roll an arcana. That's uh, all plus zero to me. So. I hope you roll right, like so a two. To the next chapter. What's Eight. the next chapter say? Eight. Okay. Uh, you get. You see some diagrams where someone's holding a spinner like this. And that's, that's all you could read. No, I don't think you have to roll for it. I think you're just reading it uh, for this. It. It. But I think because you rolled poorly, it's not going. You're not going to learn a whole lot of how to do it. Maybe because they don't know. Uh, so the book has diagrams showing uh, someone holding it, spinning it. You have to be touching the person um, in order to travel with them. Um, Got that one. You are. All, you also read that uh, they gleaned some information from Neeson to where when he first started this, he had no control of it. He just spun it and it would go wherever the hell it wanted to. And then he eventually learned how to uh, control it. It also indicates, uh, and I think you also know this from your own experience, that he, if someone is focusing on something specific, then it can take you to that spot, even if it's subconsciously, which is what happened. That's with, how we ended up at Luth's parents' at Luth's parents' house. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really say like this is exactly how you travel to exactly where you want to go or to return to a timeline you want to return to, because uh, they didn't know they they didn't learn that from Neeson and. It, it there's the rest of it is just filled with warnings, all the cautionary tales of what happened, the loss of like an entire race of people with the elves dying out um, because he because of something that they changed in the past and didn't return to those timelines, losing magic in all timelines um, because of something he did, um, killing people that they loved and cared about, losing like people's families because he didn't return them to the exact timelines that they had left. Um, so they changed stuff enough stuff to people would return after going on missions with him and then families that they had were gone. Um, and that's eventually what kind of pissed people off enough to 
cause them all to, not all of them, but most of them to flip on him. And the people that were with him the longest stayed with him until the bitter end because they were all just as crazy as he was. Just like that little caveman guy that attacked you. So it sounds like we don't need to do anything. We just need to wait for them to overthrow him. But who, who, does it say who this was and what time? When they did it? Yeah. Um, it was not too long after Rome. Because once, once he eliminated magic from the world, that pissed off a lot of them. And, and really, it was um, Michael's group was sort of the first, uh, first charge of this. They failed, and so they got smarter about it. And had basically got numbers on him and left him stranded somewhere in time. Okay, so we're good. Like, yeah, like Michael said. So yeah, we just hang out. That's not your goal, though. Your goal Problem is to get solved. We need to, to find get, Eden. The, we have to find Eden. Is the spinner recharged or no? No. Nope. Okay. Can I hold it in my hand and focus on wanting it to be charged? Just very intently wanting it to be charged. We uh, tried that. Yeah. We've tried that. Does it work? Yeah, but like, I have magic. <laughs> um, I'll give you this. If you roll a 20, you can... Maybe it works. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a D12. I would never roll a 20 on a D12. That, you know. <laughs> I rolled a 19. Fuck. <laughs> so, guess, guess not. not. Does not work. It's like Tinkerbell one, dies. One uh, dust speck kind of jiggles yeah. in there, and that's it. <laughs> it almost starts excited, to work, like, and then it just stops. He's doing it. Yeah, you guys are watching him, and you've like seen him do some wild shit, so you're like, maybe he's going to do it. And he's like really focusing. Maybe his, his hair starts to shake or something. Just and pass out again. Nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some blood starts coming out of his ear a little. It's like, oh, God, is he okay? <laughs> yeah, nothing happens. You, you it, Nothing charges in it. It's, it's still completely empty so there's nothing in the book that talks about charging it like no picture it, right it, it talks about how he was able to charge it at whim um it was just basically all pretty much permanently charged for him he could spin it whatever he wanted to it just they have no idea how it worked he never divulged that i guess my holding it the way he hold it, held it yeah there's there's a lot of diagrams about how he held it and it's just like a fidget spinner he holds it in two fingers and then would spin it Oh, you spin it with the same fingers? Weird. You don't? No, I would. I've always been picturing this. I mean, you can, but I think most people that fidget spin do it like with one finger on the same hand. Carlana saw him charge it. Yeah. So, like, can you think about what happened? What was that? He held it in his hand. He waved his hand in front of it, and then it was. Yeah, he did like that. And then it was charged and started whistling. And then oh, he, so he has two. Oh, I bet he, I spin it. Does that do it? There are two in the universe that you were just in. There were two. There was his and yours. In most That's universes, fantastic. there's just one. All right, let's go find the third one. We all can get one. <laughs> we probably get four. Yeah, you don't know how to. You don't know how to travel yeah, to exactly Luth. where you want to go. Can we trust Luth with I one of it? these? Can I spin it the other way? 
Yeah, I think I think Carlotta has tried that before. I think Carlotta I start has tried messing with him. Kind of... He does, and I start walking backwards, like, "Whoa, what's going on?" <laughs> when when you guys were in that, <laughs> just kidding. When you guys were in the cave trying to get out and didn't know what to do, I think you guys probably tried everything you could think of to get this thing to work, and it nothing. You just have no to be control. Fair, Michael over. has never had the spinner, so. Yeah, but I, I think I think maybe you. No, even... I just meant I just meant like in terms of like trial and error. Yeah, like... I, I think I think you do the same thing. I think you're kind of playing with it, trying to get something to work, and. Nothing's working. You even try to like focus your magic energy into it. Uh, nothing's really, nothing goes. Well, I mean, he was a manipulator of time already. So maybe it's somehow linked to. Uh, I cast Greatsword at seventh level. Uh, the 24 hit. It's going to attack the spinner. Yeah. I mean, it hits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to break it, even though I'm sure it can't be broken. Well, I think it can be broken. Okay. I mean, we'll just be trapped here, you know? No one's tried, so. Well, what we know now is that Eden liked to be on Earth. And she had a special place that she wanted to go. Or liked to go. I'm assuming I can't figure that out. Clyde never told us about his dream, right? When he went and met her that one time. Correct. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> she so- spoke directly to him. What was it again? Was it like a lake? Some bench? sort of like forest. They were sitting remember. on like a log. They were definitely sitting on a log, but I can't remember if it was on a forest or overlooking something. I don't remember. God, I feel like, I feel like Eden is probably somewhere, I don't know, in the snowy mountains. It's probably in like a hard beach. A beach somewhere. Well, let's go to Big Ben. We know the timeline of when he city. was, of when Neeson was talking to her. Can you look through it and see if you can learn how to manipulate it to move to a specific time? Like you would have been around Eden, so you're the only one that could focus on getting us to that timeline. But we need we need to know how to spin it or charge it. Well, first. yeah, but that's fine. We end up we, also we need always to take a rest. Of some but sort. remember, we always end up leaving. Yeah, I need a long rest we, to get some rage. We back. always end up leaving this place, not like of our own accord. It just happens. We don't spin it. It just we just end up leaving. Like the picture starts fading because they can't hold on to us. So we don't really need to spin it as long as somebody can focus on that timeline of when, which would need to be Michael, of when Eden talked with Neeson. Uh, let's see. I feel, like, I feel like the guy's been gone a while. Can I try to channel Eden in some way? I obviously can't talk to her, but like, yeah, let's do this. There's like a piece of me inside, a piece of her inside of me. Yeah, let's do this real quick before you do that. Um, I think that guy walks in uh, roughly. We fade away and Luth is reaching out for a turkey leg and doesn't get it. Yeah, so, no. He says that thing <laughs> it's about... It's all illusions. He says that thing about that guy being gone forever. And um, he walks in and he's got a uh, a plate of, of cookies, um, like a tray. Like they, look, they smell freshly baked very weird thing to bring, he okay. he puts that in front of you and then he uh he says uh hold, hold on one sec and he, oh, no, he walks back out the door 
He just fell out of bed. Yeah. Hey. Vincent just fell out of bed. Well, if he was up, he wouldn't have fallen out. So So he he um he didn't get back up. Let me go check on him. Okay. So is this like a matrix situation with the Yeah, it's the Oracle. The or the Oracle. I knew don't worry about the vase. Don't worry about the vase. What's really gonna get you? Yeah, when he when he leaves I go, Hey Luth, he's a god. Can you just like watch your tone? Respect a little bit. I'm kind of casual with him, but I like know his name. You know, we're kind of cool. You go back. You do it. You do know his name. I do. I do know. I know all their names. Doesn't doesn't that's, seem like he knows your name. His name is. I think he called you Mitchell. That's Bildar. Yep. Bildar. Bildar. And Winona is uh, the girl in the black, and then O is you know O, and there's Diana, the being of life, mm-hmm. and then Eden, who is missing. What's the ball? O. Oh, that was What's the letter O. Oh, that's original. Yeah, he's a ball. He looked like an O, so they called what him an are you O. Races, bet. <laughs> All O's look the same. Like bouncy or something, or like sun. Sun. It's or soon orbical. actually. Orbital. S U, but the the long U. I remember when soon. I first when I first described him and mentioned him. Mark Mark's exact reaction was, "Oh, that's weird." <laughs> and I was like, "Huh." <laughs> Were you scared? Like, oh, he figured out his No, name. I just thought it was funny that he said it that way. Oh. Oh. That's weird. And then I think he said, this took a really weird sci-fi twist. And I was like, what? It's D&D, dude. <laughs> like, what do you expect? And then you guys get phasers. Sweet. Well, Mark so, did have a gun. If Winona can read thoughts. Does she read my thoughts? No, she doesn't read thoughts. She reads your soul. You 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 know you know that because you know about the gods. She's reading. I was just reading the email you sent. She's reading your soul. Read thoughts and determine the person's fate. Yeah, what she but what she did was read your soul and your fate, not your thoughts. Okay. Wording. She it she can read thoughts, but that's not what she did to you. She did not read your thought because you were unconscious. Well, you yeah, but I, I know she can because the email here. Right. I do. Yep. But if she can do that, could she read? Also, souls. So could she read uh, Eden's soul that's inside of me or the pieces inside of me? Does it get that deep? Um, You don't understand what's happening inside you. So I don't know that I can answer yeah, that question just, for you. Know, one of those things where it's like, you know. I think Winona should be a place that we stop. Yeah. Um, so he, he walks back outside and then he uh, kind of comes in and he's holding a uh, a big long tray uh, and it's got three treasure chests on it. And he says, well, I, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Mikey, but uh, I didn't know you were going to be here. So kind of thought it was going to be the other guy. Because uh, you know they seem to kind of stick with the people that they got until they, one of them dies or something. I don't know. So uh, I hope you like it. I mean, it's a not a big deal if you don't. I guess it's still useful. Uh, here you go. And then he he starts to walk out and he comes back in and he says, "Um, yeah, I'll catch you later." And then he walks out. Um, and uh, let's. Who wants to go first? What if we all get dusters? I shall go first. 
as the leader. D6. It is a five. <laughs> okay. That's the bad one. Um, you open up the... Hang on. Where's like the notes section in this thing? Oh, here it is. Notes. This thing is kind of heavy. It, it, when you pick... You're not kind of heavy. It is very heavy when you pick it up. And um, you kind of feel it like kind of sloshing around in your hands. Um, and I think as it sloshes a little bit, some water kind of seeps out of the seam on the treasure box that you're holding. Um. You can already tell there's water inside this thing. You you put it down, um, pop it open. It's filled with water um, on the inside, but kind of suspended in the liquid. In the middle, it's still kind of jostling with the water too, but it's below the water. Uh, it's a set of gloves, um, and they they don't look like they're made of like man-made material. They look like they're like animal skin, like like almost like scaly, uh, fishy type um, skin. Uh, but they're webbed um, between the fingers. Um, Could have used this in episode one. This, so this, so yeah, this doubles your attack speed, or not your attack speed, doubles your speed when in water, um, whether standing or swimming. It also gives you advantage on any attack rolls while in water, um, standing or swimming. Does it mean like full water or if he's like standing in a I, single droplet of water? No, like you'd be like in a I, I was just going to ask that, like rain or a glass of water. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the way that I've written it, it's more like a, a substantial amount of water. Like you could fill up a bathtub right, and so stand in it and I think that would work. Could have used that when we were fighting the bad guys in the freaking sauna room or whatever it was in the hot tub or the pool. Oh. And you wanted to punch somebody, or was that Mark? Well, punch him. somebody yeah, underwater. That, that I, I just watched John Wick or something like that, so it checks out. All right, uh, who's next? Michael, go ahead. Hey. Hang All on. Right. So what what does mine do real quick again? So web gloves that doubles attack speed or it's, uh, movement speed. <laughs> doubles movement, doubles your speed in water, and then and it advantage speed. on all attacks Branded when in water. Speed. What was the attack part? All right, here we go. Oh, did I lose him? Two. Damn it. You didn't like my roll. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God. Fucking Xfinity. Two. Ooh, we're going to work, okay. on, work on your shit. Um, this is very lightweight. Uh, you pick it up, and it almost feels like like there might be might be something in there. You kind of maybe move it up and down. You can you can feel something that's in there. Um, and uh, you... <sighs> Just remember his name was Alan Dredd. Um, remember that? No, I just, just, I'm saying remember that his name was Alan Dredd. Oh. Um, so he, you open this up on a little black pillow, like a velvet black pillow. Um, there is some very, a uh, very small, uh, little like wooden box. You open up that wooden box. Inside is a set of goggles with a leather strap, black leather strap um, around it. And uh, you put them on, and it doesn't really feel like they do anything. Um, but these things will grant you dark vision when wearing them. That's a dud. does nothing. They are night vision goggles because his name was... 
Alan Judge Dredd. Did he need night vision? No, just a reference to JP with the night vision goggles. Um, oh. That's why he named him Alan. Go ahead. Carlotta. Three. Okay. Do, 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 do. God, mine are so shitty. Can I re-roll? Can I get it? I tell him, hey. Did you guys get the... I want a new treasure chest. Did you guys get the advanced medicine kit before? Is that what you were thinking yeah. about before? I have no idea. You mean when we were talking about if we can heal people and stabilize them or give them one hit point back or something like that? Yeah, I don't think this was it. But okay, so three. You got a three. All right, so um, this one is kind of medium... Uh, weight, uh, you maybe move it back and forth as you're as you're kind of putting it down on the ground, um, and you just hear something kind of roll and then thunk against the wall of it. Uh, you put it down, open it up. You find inside two black discs about the size of hockey pucks that are stuck together. Um, but after lifting it, you're you can tell that they're actually magnetically um, attached. Uh, so these discs can be put together to create an infinite light source that casts the same light as a common torch. Individually, the discs can be placed on a metal surface where they can hold up to 30 pounds. The discs must be touching to create light. So they are currently, so basically as soon as you, uh, pick them up, they start creating light. When you pull them apart, they are not creating light, um, so you have found a magnetic light, a mag light. <laughs> Man, so you guys got all these like cool light things and seeing the dark stuff. And I got fucking water, water gloves, water, water shoes, shoes, essentially. Yeah. You got <laughs> yeah. Crocs? Hand, fli- you got Crocs. hand flippers. Yeah. I mean, it might come hand in Crocs. hand, you know, like, because I did get that really random ring you're the one that was fucking obsessed with wanting to be like aquaman so i built things based on people's own bullshit so you wanted to be like aquaman so i built a couple things in reference to aquaman i built some other bullshit for carlotta that she may or may not have found yet most of carlotta's are just like dumb puns like the maglite or the pop rocks um got that and alan dread stuff are like jp type references so so what was mine again? It was I could have got a cool Bible. <laughs> you got <laughs> you got the Banaka mouth freshener at one point, which I believe he used. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying the the gloves. Yeah, Gatorade. So they and double rocks. Move, double. Uh, yeah, they double movement, and then they get advantage when you're in water. Advantage, advantage when in. Water. No, but like it always ends up coming in handy, which is nice. Like I had that random. When's the last time we fought in water? Follow. Pretty sure when we were me. in the cave. Three, two, one. And we fell into that pool of was... water where we got we were de-aged. So I'm gonna fight the de-agement spell. Oh my god! Can you just shut it for a minute? I'm just saying, like I got that really random ring that was like you're resistant to cold damage and i was like cool when is that going to come in handy and it helped when we were in the just, cave you dickwad you can always just give it back luth if you don't like it <laughs> ungrateful prick 
<laughs> I mean, my name's not Alan Dredd, and I love these night goggles. Piece of shit. <laughs> I'm not scared it's of the dog like you. Alan Dredd was, but I, I like these. He left, remember? I put the I put the gloves on, and I go, whoa. Okay. They fit. Um, like they a fit glove? like a glove. Like a glove. <laughs> Jinx. Um, Diana walks in at this point as you guys are kind of settling down, and, and she says, um, I I just wanted to say uh, we appreciate everything you're doing for us in our search for Eden. We're obviously trying what we can to maybe find where she was staying on Earth. Um, I think it's funny enough that you guys chose this house. You know, this is this is where Eden lives when she's here. Um, so. I, I did want to warn you, we are we are losing our connection to you, it seems. Um, so you you may not be with us for much longer here. Um, but we do appreciate you and everything you're doing. If Eden came down to Earth, why can't one of you come with us? I suppose we could. Um, Bildar has gone down. Um... He has followed where you have been and, and, and left you things. It looks like he just gave you some more um, things. So uh, I suppose we could. It is just, you know, there is a risk to that. Obviously, something happened to Eden last time she was down there, and we don't, we don't want to lose another one of us. When the time comes and we need you to fight Neeson, will you help us? Mm. Do we have your sword? Your axe? Your ruby? Your, your ball of light? <laughs> she, I'm ball. I think she says, that is something we are discussing. I mean, couldn't Winona just, you know, end it? If she could, yeah, sure. I think she would. It's just a, an ongoing conversation between the four of us. Gotcha. Speaking of Winona, uh, are they around? They are not with me. No. Okay. Can you pass her this note? Like. Tell her to circle one <laughs> or the other. I mean, she basically told you you guys have very limited time. So if you want to talk to Winona, you better seek her out. Uh. Can we say, well, while we've been in this room, we haven't just been reading and doing nothing. Um, can I do like a religion check to see if there's anything that Eden, I know anything about Eden in this room that seems like connected other than just the fact that she lives here? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Roll with advantage. I needed it. That's uh, 18, 15 plus 3. Um, I'll walk us out. You guys, are you, you, after kind of reading this, uh, Diana leaves and, and leaves you to it. Excuse me. Sorry. Didn't want to ruin your thing. You didn't bless, bless you. After you guys open the three, two, one, after you guys open your stuff, um, you have this brief conversation with Diana and she, uh, says goodbye to you and she, she, she kind of confidently says, I'm, I'm sure we'll see you again. 
hopefully soon. And she leaves, um, leaving you, the three of you, just kind of, you know, playing with your, your new trinkets. And um, Michael, you, with the new information, knowing that this is Eden's uh, domicile, basically, while she's here, you start walking through the house more investigating things um similar to when you were outside things don't aren't really clear until you're right on top of them um so in the room you guys are in you can kind of see the couches and the rugs and the coffee table but the the walls and stuff you can kind of generally see there's walls that are there um you get closer you start to see decorations pictures uh like picture frames artwork um, things on mantelpieces, uh, doorways, windows, um, window coverings start to come in and out of vision because there's no color to them. So it's kind of hard for your mind to grasp what you are seeing. Uh, you walk into a bedroom and you see a, a small bed, a single bed, um, with a little mantle. And this place is like lovingly adorned with human things like what would a god need with pictures or decorations of this world of that she doesn't reside in uh, why would she need a couch she doesn't need to sit she's a god why would she need a rug to create decoration when from what you can see there's no color here there's that does nothing for her she is doing this for some reason, um, something inside of you makes you feel like this is your home, that this is something that you have longed for and have not had for many, many years being with Neeson. Something about this makes you feel the same warmth that you felt when O went into your body and was reading kind of your, your soul, um, in a different way than, than Winona was. You feel a connection here and you feel a connection to Eden and then it goes white and everything's gone. 